Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Five o'clock straight up. I believe now we're on. Five o'clock straight up in the South Island. We are live at Ottawa Cap from Union Station, the Brown Brown Brew House, right next to it. If you come up, Right to Union Station, we're on your right-hand side, we are outside. Come on out, party with Shidano and Cap. The show Press of the people. Flesh. Press that flesh. Right now, though, we go get a love boat. A love boat. Better a drive-by. Love boat drive-by. Better we go get winter. a little what you need to know. Do the billboard. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got? No, no. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, you forgot that, and I got to do it. You have to do it. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Sedano. So, of course, we all know today is 824 Mamba Day. It and is, the newest yes. members of Laker Nation got a sweet care package from UCLA Health. Yesterday, the Lakers shared adorable photos of literal day one fans of the purple and gold on what would have been Kobe Bryant's 44th birthday and the eve of Kobe Bryant Day today. So, in addition to scoring the purple and gold swag, the little ones were also presented with a heartwarming note from the Lakers and UCLA that read, quote, Welcome to the world. One of your family's most special days has landed on one of our organization's most celebrated days. On this year's Kobe Day, here's to your next generation Lakers fan. They've already got a little of the Mamba mentality in them. So, babies born at UCLA Hospital yesterday and today, they're coming into the world in the purple and gold, literally, and that's what you need to know. I, I think that is actually pretty damn cool, uh, to be honest with you. Great job by the Lakers on the marketing perspective there, and UCLA Health, for that matter, teaming up with them, which obviously they do plenty because the Lakers train uh, in their facility at El Segundo, and it's called UCLA Health Training Facility. That's very cute. It's a very cute concept, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of me that when you were telling the story, I was like, oh, I wonder why, like, today. And then you were like, oh, it's 824. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that kind of all makes mathematical that sense. And yesterday as well because it was his birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's very He's a cool. Virgo, like me. So they're oh, really? stealing them. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, right out the womb, they're Lakers fans. Don't even give them a chance to be Clippers fans. Uh, Laura, since you are our astrologist here on the show, our resident astrologist, uh, you know, Kobe and myself, we are both Virgos. What are some of the traits of Virgos? Perfectionist. They're, that's you guys, true. You guys are huge perfectionists. You guys are very straightforward people. That's true um, too. You guys can be. Mm, you guys can rub people the wrong way because of. That's, that's also very true, true as well. Very yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Kobe and I have a lot in common. The Mamba mentality. Yeah. There's also a lot of things you guys don't have in common. Well, he's an ama- he was an amazing basketball that's player. That's kind of primarily what I was thinking. Right. Why yeah. are you gonna but be the, a Debbie the, Downer? Why is that being a Debbie Downer? I mean, yeah. Wah, wah. Why is that being a Debbie Downer? Yeah. Because I mean, here thanks. George is propping yeah. himself up. Me and Kobe. Ooh. Thanks, so, as he thanks should. Captain as Obvious. As he should. You yeah. know? Just right. saying. I think Sedan was a great basketball player. He do? Yeah. How do you know? Because I've seen him before. Seen him do what? I've seen him, you know, like shoot around. No, you haven't. I have. No, you haven't. If you're allowed to lie, I'm allowed to lie, okay? Oh, okay. All right. Exactly. That's how this works. I mean, if you want, I've said we should do a station basketball I concur. I would absolutely play. I concur. We should. I agree. Yeah. Just don't want to get hurt again. You know, I get hurt in softball. You're gonna be like Mace and fall on your face, Cappy. No, no. he's more athletic than that. I mean, it's not even close. He yeah. got hit while training. Yeah, by a 150 but, mile an hour exit velocity ball that was hit off an illegal bat. All, there's a zero chance it was 150 mile per hour. You're right. It was 160 miles yeah. an hour. There's no exit way that somebody hit a softball at you that right. hard. That yeah. hard. Yeah. No right. chance. Had the stitches. Not stitches. Like, like literally, like. Aaron Judge and like uh, Mookie Betts are like 101. Right, exit but velocity. that's but that's a wooden bat, George. Yeah. This was an illegal juiced bat. Okay, you see what I'm saying? There's a right. big difference. Yeah, well, that's right. what you need. Go, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. What are you going to do with well, that? Well, I want to tell you something. Why are you going to do like the Jimmy Hart? I'm going to tell like, you. Well, well, here's why. Yeah. Because a member of the community, yeah, Casper Villa, a great contributor to the Sedano and Cap circle of trust, he is, he is, a lot of content, brought me today exactly what you're saying, a mouth of the South, yeah. Jimmy Hart yeah. megaphone, yeah. and he said, yeah. when you start yelling at me on the air, yeah. I should start yelling back at you. Yeah, that's not working megaphone. out so well. How about you just do it into my microphone? I'm going to yell at you, George Sedano, when you start yelling at me. 
And now, by the way, uh -oh. how what were you literally trying to accomplish? Trying to turn the megaphone? I was trying into... to get the microphone to pick up the Jimmy Hart Mouth of the right. South megaphone, which will sit by me going forward at all times. So when you start yelling at me, yeah. as Siobhan points out, which yeah. will be every day, Pretty much. I'm going to be using this megaphone back to you. Yeah. Okay, great. Now that you know how to use it, since I taught you how to use it. Oh, great. Oh, jeez. We have to outlaw that. You, en right. you encouraged him. You're, That's you're right. encouraging you, him. Thank you, Casper. I have a gift for you, too, by the way. A sided hat? Just no, in addition to a sided hat. Oh. I have more. Did you, like, fling the sided hats? I haven't, but everybody wants one, and I got them. I brought them. I you're brought like, them for the whole community. You're like, you're like the guy at the Gentleman's Club, you know, with the, you know, making it rain, but with sided hats. That's right. Yeah. That's right, George Sedano. Happy. Yeah, yeah. I will say the sided hat you gave me is actually pretty nice. I took it hiking. I have one. It's a nice well. hat. Yeah. It's in my drawer in the TV building. Can you, like, <laughs> take it out of the drawer in the TV hey. building? Could you rock it? Could you post hey. some pictures? Encourage some people to support your boy? I mean, you're doing enough of that. You literally were on the Jim Rome show. Looked like you were saying... Phenomenal. The person in the... I never. I don't remember who that person was in the Who initially saw it? It was hilarious. Who said... Who, no, who said it looked like a TV evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> so when does Santa When does Santa Cappy show up? Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. So here, let me tell you a quick story, George. While you were gone... Yeah. Clinton here yes. tells a story. I had a little bit of a situation that I was kind of unsure about, George, in my apartment building. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you set it up, Clinton? So on, my, on, on the roof of my apartment building. The roof. We have two. Are you a roof or a roof? I'm a roof. I'm a roofer, too. Yeah. I'm a roof guy. Yeah. Uh, we have two large whirlpools. They're bigger than regular hot tubs. They can hold probably 15, 25 to 50 people each if you really want wow. to pack it out. It's a lot of people. And so people go up there and sit in it on a regular basis. Now, I... Wear my bathing suit, my trunks, yeah. my board shorts. Yeah. And I'll typically wear, you know, a tank top and a sweatshirt or whatever, yeah. and I'll bring a towel. Right. One day I walked out of an apartment, and I saw three ladies walk by in just straight robes. And I was like, uh, we're kind of in the apartment. Like, there was something about it that felt a little personal. I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. It just never occurred to me that the robe would be the go-to thing to wear to the actual pool. And I kind of liked it, right. but I don't have a robe. Right. And so I'm this not is a where, robe person either. I, see, I'm not a robe guy either yeah. unless I'm inside of my hotel room yeah, but, and the slippers that. come with it. But, By the way, Cappy on Sunday morning in Del Mar. Yeah. Making coffee for us and our boss, Amanda Brown. After game night. In, in a full robe. But it wasn't all the way crossed. Oh, oh no. Well, it wasn't oh, my no. guy. You it had was, the HOV lane it open? Was, it, was Ra <laughs> it was Rachel's robe. Yeah. Wait, in it, front of management? It was Amanda's management, not me. Yeah, it was Rachel's robe. And I put it on. Bold move, Captain. And HOV two lane, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, and then Chris was down in the kitchen area, and I was yeah, I was kind of fully exposed not in the robe in the not west not. in the west wing of the Cappy compound. Well, it was in the Rachel compound. Rachel compound. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Her compound might be nicer, I think. Tell you what. Yeah. Very well. So yeah. anyway, so you said I've got a solution for your robe conundrum. So yeah. if this kid right here yeah. is going to walk through his apartment complex. And have all these chicks in robes. Yeah. Right? He should have his own robe. I should. You should. Okay? Yeah. So, you, oh. you got him the robe from your robe guy. Because, yeah. because let me tell you something. Yeah. This is a robe-illusion, yeah. George Sedano. <laughs> a robe-illusion, yeah. The California Robe oh, Company. Oh, thank you for Frosty, this. Frosty the Robe Man. Hold on. Let me, let me put this on. Can we? Yeah. Can you, now, do you mind? The only issue I have with the robes that you had is that it feels like the stuff you get, like, when you're, like, getting your nails done. You know what I mean? Not like the traditional robe that you would get, like, at a hotel. It's so, not a terry cloth yeah. kind no. of a robe. So, it's now, now, I will say two things. Number one, my, my concern was that I don't need an ESPN 710 robe walking around my apartment. But at the same time, I like this. It has a pattern as well. Let's break this, down, this thing down from a fundamental standpoint. We have a black robe with what I'll call green palm trees on it. Palm trees, yes. A, a it's the same robe, Laura. You're exactly right. It has gold oh, sorry, piping. Sorry, I didn't know that went over there. But it is, it is quite, it is quite nice, and it is light. This is key. There's no talk back, Laura. No this talk is back key. on remote. All right. So I'm gonna wear this. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna wear this to my pool yeah. slash whirlpool. Yeah. I'm gonna see what kind of reactions I get. Okay. I'm gonna tell you about it, Scott. Right. It yeah. also has pockets, which are clutch. And I also brought one of these California Robe Company robes for Beto Duran. Yeah. Where is Beto? Where is Beto, he was where here are you? I think he's Tim and are working the bar over yeah. there. He's yeah. working the bar. Yeah. yeah. I, I brought they one got of these. A whole other he's show. doing the Beto Duran show. They got there. a whole other show going on <laughs> I mean, there exactly. is a whole show going on in there. Right. Because it's hot out here. And, the, you know, partially, part of the community is out here. 
Uh, the troopers are out here. But there's a lot of people in there. But they are definitely... Beto's doing his own show. Can I there. say something else about this robe, George? Yeah, please. It has not only the typical tie at the waist. It has sort of a lower tie. The HOV lane tie right. oh. is That's down, down below. Right. I did Excellent. not know this was a thing. This is solid. Excellent. So this guy, uh, Frosty the Robe Man, has created the Robolution. <laughs> okay. And I picked these robes up today. I ordered them last week when I heard you saying that you needed a robe. Thank you. And I ordered them, and I ordered one for Beto. It's a high-waisted robe. Because, you know, people were kind of giving me a hard time. They felt like I didn't give Beto the proper due. I mean, you didn't. I mean, we hung out Saturday morning. We had a nice breakfast. Yeah. We, we talked a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And so I brought one for Beto, and I also brought one for a very special member of the community, our man Casper Villa over here. Yeah, Casper Villa is getting a robe. Casper, I brought you your own ESPN 710 California Robe Company robe, dude. You brought me the Jimmy Hart megaphone. I brought you a 710 robe. Join the Robolution, my man. This is the second ESPN 710 remote I've worn a robe at. Let us not forget the trial of the century. Oh, yeah. That was different you know, kind of robe. Where I had to don okay. the vestments as, you know, the honorable right. Clinton Yates. But this is nice. This is doable. I'm going to wash this once Let me just take a to look make it you. a little softer. Yeah. Here we Let go. Let me get a picture of you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please, you look thank you. so thank you, dope sir. AF. Yeah. Thank oh, you, my sir. God. Speaking of deliberation, that was sus. like you did. Um, on that day, yes. on that fateful day between John Ireland and Alan Big Sliwa. Uh, the NBA community has deliberated on Kevin Durant. Guys yeah. like Pat Bev uh, and Carmelo Anthony both kind of taking uh, subtle jabs at one Kevin Durant. Oh, I've missed this. By saying like, oh, great, now we can all sign now. <laughs> <laughs> because he was holding up was the entire process. Yeah. Um, and B Pat Bev, who, you know, is never really afraid to voice his opinion. Went as far as to say that what KD did was a bunch of bleepity bleep because, you know, guys, you know, so there are a lot of guys out there that this is their livelihood, that they're not making tens of millions of dollars. These are guys working on minimum deals. You Let know? me ask you this, George. And somebody who is very close to the NBA, I'm a little closer than Cappy is. Cappy, you watch this from a distance. You're the outsider. Well, wait a second. I'm watching Legacy. By the time this series is over, I'll be a full-blown insider. Okay. Sure. That means yeah. you've taken Lakers 101. Right. Yeah. That's what Legacy yeah. is. Pretty much. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this. George, did you ever actually think Durant was going to leave the Nets? Because I did not. He's too talented. They put too much time and investment into what it was going to be. It did not seem realistic to me that they could deal him without completely selling out their franchise and their fan base in terms of what they had sold against the Bill of Goods for the previous two seasons. So I, I did only because I, I didn't expect teams to not, like, literally I didn't expect teams to say, we're not even trading you our second best player in this transactional process. Right. Like, Teams were like, the Memphis Grizzlies, the last report that came out before all this stuff came to fruition, was like, yeah, we'll trade you five picks, but we're not trading you. I mean, clearly we're not trading you John Morant. We're not trading Jaron Jackson Jr. We're not even trading you Desmond Bain for yeah. Kevin Durant. So at that point, I'm like, oh, this is not going to happen, right? They took that, that report where it said, and I'm not trying to, like, slight Desmond Bain, but it's like, I would have traded Desmond Bain 37 times over for Kevin Durant. Well, yeah, well, are you sure? Because, that. like, I think that this has changed the calculus of what I think the expectations are for the Nets this season. Uh, but not only that, I think it also changes what people think in the NBA about, are we a star team, like, with one or two stars? Or do we have a better chance of winning by being an actual team sure. of guys? You know, because the Grizzlies even, are a great example of well, that. Well, when like when Boston was talking about trading for Kevin Durant, it was like you guys were just in the finals. Why would you trade all this young talent for one guy who's going to be a complete pain in your butt? Uh, and and to be fair to Kevin Durant, this is because you want to win a title. This is the NBA. He, he didn't knows. win any titles unless he was in Golden State, but he won him. Yeah, but he won. No, 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 he was the on. best player was, on the team. He, was, yeah. he, won, he, won he joined. Team. He joined that team. But he was, was the best player team. on the team. They they pushed him because they knew of his talent. They're like, okay, great. We'll use you the best way we can. He won his titles, left, and then hasn't been able right, to win since. Doesn't mean he wasn't it the was best also player. an injury ago, though, George. Correct. That's the, that's, that's the other that's reason fair. that I think a lot of teams are like, you know what? Annoying and perhaps injured prone? I'm not sure about no, it. No, no. I, I, it does show that, Annoying the, first. that, that people have, have fallen uh, or that he has fallen down a peg. Out of favor for I would some say. people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, uh. Uh, all right, coming up next. Derek Carr can't let this mother bleeper thing, Tom Brady thing, go. <laughs> he is bringing it up constantly, and there's more to this story today. We'll get to that coming up in two minutes. We are at Homebound Brewhouse. You're hanging out. The community is here. Yeah, Beto's doing his own show in there to the rest yeah, of the community. Yeah, Come hang out with us. We're here until 7 o'clock. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Is this the Macho Man Randy Savage? It is. Music? Sonato and Cap, live from Union Station, the homebound brew house, right here in downtown L.A. on this day in 1985. Miss Elizabeth, you're going to have to fill me in on this, uh, Lindsay, had her WWF debut air on WWF primetime wrestling with this theme song in the background. Yeah, that's the Macho Man's music. Yeah. She's no longer with us, though, Miss Elizabeth. Both of right? them are. Yeah. I didn't know that. How do you not know that Ooh, this yeah. is Miss It was Elizabeth. actually very controversial, so we shouldn't yes. really talk about it. Very really? Well. That part yeah. of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. Really? Yeah. But Miss Elizabeth, best valet ever in wrestling history. Uh, valet, yes, I would agree. You know what we could talk about? The amazing $12 hot dog here at the Homebound Brew It House. was delicious. We've got food and drink specials, including a free pint of High Five Pale, the Rye Pale Ale, yeah. with the purchase of a $12 hot dog, or choose a Boilermaker with a shot of teeling Irish whiskey yeah. or illegal mezcal. I think after the show, we might have to get a little illegal mezcal. Sure, I'm with For you. For just $7.10, so, the homebound Beto, house. Beto, can you come here for a second? Oh. It, it, it feels like, and I'm oh. not saying you shouldn't. Like, I'm all in on it because it's way cooler in there than it is out here. Um, but it feels like you're doing the, the, the Beto Duran show in there. Are you, hold, are you holding court? In there. Are you holding court Are you inside? holding court? I saw you talking. You were very animated. Right. The mayor of L.A. is yeah. in the house. Hit the button there. Hit that button. There we go. El botón. We got a first timer over here, guys. Uh, what's going on? What happened? Yo, what's up? Were you, doing the, you were doing the Beto <laughs> Duran show in there, I saw. <laughs> oh, man. Let me Living tell you, the dream let, podcast. Let, let me tell you something. Thank you. Uh, I love the community. I love the Kaplan fans. Look at the community. The Kaplan, look at, yeah. look yeah. at the community right there. Casper the community Villas, is beautiful. He's, he's over there trying to get me hammered right now, so I'm staying away oh, from he them. He seems like he's trying really hard. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So in order to not Woo! get hammered, you're hanging out at the bar? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. You stay away from the community. Go to the bar. Rule number one in radio, always stay. Oh, hold on. Rule number one in radio, always stay by the salespeople. Yeah, Because they're sure. amazing. Right Corporate now. cards and the like. Oh, right, hey, whatever you want. It's on ESPN. So if you're at a home, the Union Station right now, just go to the, the bar right now and say, hey, ESPN. Beto just blowing through the fourth wall really? on that one. Yeah. What, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Fire me? Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I am holding court over there. That, Beto. that is Beto's leverage. Beto's leverage is, is that they can't fire him. He's not fireable. Uh, Mr. 1099. Dude, he's got a sighted hat. You handed out merch? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I brought you a gift. Well, we got it. Because you see, Beto, I know that your feelings were hurt the other day when you felt like I didn't properly talk about our wonderful well, breakfast we had Saturday an morning. breakfast, and then you blew it over and just said, oh, I went to Del Mar with Chris and Amanda. Huh? You didn't even mention it. Oh, yeah, is that no, what happened? got like zero oh, mentions. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. I did not realize that. You glossed over. He didn't mention it until I brought it up. Oh. Yeah, until the community brought it up. Wow. The community. What is this, kimono? This is a robe a for Beto <laughs> Duran. Try this That's the best thing I've ever heard. Very, oh, by the way, <laughs> these, your robes, robe. these robes have big Cobra Kai energy. They do. Big Cobra Kai. Yeah, sweep the leg. Oh, yes. oh yeah. my goodness. Come on, Beto. Sensei. You're joining the revolution. <laughs> You're joining the revolution, my man. Whoa. Yes, sir. Yes, this sir. Is nice. With the 710 logo. <laughs> looking money <laughs> AF. Who paid for this? What Not Scott. Paid for. There's no way you paid for it. Cited.com paid. Yes. No, dot .co. Dot .co. Oh, sorry. Cited.com paid. .co. 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 Hey, 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 but no, seriously, inside, it's cool. The bar is set up. People are having a good time getting ready for the doctor. It is literally game. cooler. There is yeah, yeah, air yeah, It's really nice. But yes. Yeah. Hey, Cap, this is nice. I appreciate Dude, you, Dude, isn't that cool? Yeah, I can't wait to give this away to somebody else. What? <laughs> what? You can't wait to re-gift it? Oh, absolutely. Come on. This is a re-gift. I have a stance on re-gifting, which is that there is such a thing as ethical re-gifting. Meaning, yeah. if I have something that I know somebody wants, right. and I tell all parties involved, yeah. that's reasonable. If I say, hey, Cappy. Like a bottle of liquor, per Sure. Se. I say, hey, yeah. Cappy, guess what? Tell you me. got me sort of like when Morales gifted me a bottle of wine, and he didn't know. Like, no, no, you took a wine out of the Benson... <laughs> 
after party. The Benson family's here. I asked the Benson family. They are big on wine. I specifically asked the Bensons. That was an unethical regift. But it was my wine that I brought for the Bensons. You brought it for the Bensons. And so that was technically kind of an ethical regift. Did you guys know about this? They gave it to me. Did you know about the wine being swiped? Did you know about this? Chris brought wine for the after party. And then Clinton said, I'm going back to the hotel by myself. I, I need this. everybody there if I could take it. Everybody said, sure. That, to me, is an ethical regift. If you say, Beto, wow. if you tell him, I'm giving this to somebody, and then you give it to that person they want it, you're good. I don't know why people would ever give away alcohol, though, man. But if you give me booze, I'm going to keep that booze. And by the way, I am ready to work the hibachi grill right now. Oh, oh this yeah. is what yeah, you yeah, came. You're flipping this shrimp is so into hibachi all over choo, the place. Choo. Dude, you are looking so money, dude. Let's go. Choo-choo. You are looking <laughs> The light and everything. Oh, Beto, yeah. are you a guy, dude, when they, when they say, hey, we're going to flip it into your mouth, are you an open mouth oh, I'm guy? I'm catching all day, son. Really? Oh, yeah, let's go. I can't go. fade that. I must oh. be too hot because that was a great bit that I missed on, and you had that one. <laughs> I was thinking Volcano Onion, and you no. went flip the meat in the mouth. There you go. <laughs> Correct. By the way, that bottom, that bottom string is called the Modesty String. Yeah, for the <laughs> HOV2 lane. Right. As I love know. George's yeah. eyes right now. Like, man. Yes, what is going I'm reading the, the community tweet. But he knew. <laughs> he knew all hell was going to break loose today. He knew. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. What do you want to eat? Yeah, what are we going to eat? They got nachos. Say. They got Can chicken tenders. Can I see that? Carne asada fries. Oh, same. What are you being? I believe Siobhan got the carne asada fries. Oh, she did. Are they good? Yeah, she sampled them. Carne asada fries? You get the carne asada fries? You know what the best part is? that When I saw oh, Cappy, when I saw Cappy in his neighborhood, no Espanol spoken at all. Uh, I know. Not at all. In Cardiff? Well, no, no, we are. Hello, how you doing? Hi, oh, fantastic. How are you? My name is Scott Oh, <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, this is delicious. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that was great. But it was a little weird, I must tell you, that I ordered a breakfast burrito, <laughs> and you got pancakes God. and eggs and bacon. Yeah, I get the stuff I don't get at home. Right. Uh, I can get chorizo and eggs at home every and single like day. Is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, legit. Man. little role reversal there. Yeah, exactly. You go and hang out, man. Were you doing that just to appease Beto? Is no, that what no, you no, 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 because burrito. <laughs> and his did you say I'd like a breakfast burrito? In that neighborhood, everybody loves the breakfast burritos. They love them there. Burritos, <laughs> bro. Oh, hey, yeah. can I have one of those burritos? Let me get the chili kills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chilaquils. I like that. Yeah, it was great. Beto landed in Tijuana. See, TJ. Right, TJ. Then he took the cross border express. CBX. He texted me and said, let's go. Yep. I said, let's do it. And we met at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. This was after he called me about health insurance. That's right. George sure. and I. Yeah, I get like a random email at like 7 real? in the morning. Is cited, is cited selling health insurance? No, no. no not selling health insurance. <laughs> Look, I, I, Blue Shield. Look, Blue Shield is on fire today. <laughs> I'm up. CY, the big CY. I'm back, it's been a while, man. I'm back to California. I missed you guys. I get up early, and I'm like, you know what? I want to go back and watch the first half of the Rams game. And I go back and I'm watching, and I open my email during one of the commercial breaks, and I'm like, oh, I, I, whatever. So I look, and it's Scott saying, hey, man, can I talk to you about the SAG health insurance? Oh, because right. you talked about it the week before. Yes. I'm in Monterrey. I'm in, no, I'm in Saltillo listening to this, and you two are talking about the SAG health insurance. And, and the I whole said, time you, saying, you it's really save good. some money. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Were you listening on and the new ESPN LA app? Yes, absolutely. I was in, in Saltillo, Mexico, where they told me, do not leave the hotel. Stay in the hotel because I wanted to go get. I kid you not, see why I want. So Saltillo is part of the Mexican Baseball League. Yeah, and I wanted We've to go. We talked about this quite a yeah, few times. I wanted to go to the stadium and buy a hat from my boy Cy. Right. And I looked in the Uber. There was no Ubers in the area because the week before Mexico was really hot. There was a lot of killings. Right. So they told me, hey, American. Stay in the hotel. Oh, so they called say, you an American? Yes. You're a gringo. Yeah, what do you think they'd call you? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a name Target. for guys like me. Gringo is yeah. the word. That's yeah. the word I was hot. looking for. It was temperature or there were a lot of killings? Which the, one? The, you didn't hear about the killings with the cartel all the week before? Yeah, I'm going to leave oh, that dude, TJ was like a war zone. What are we T doing? TJ and Juarez. Anyways, they told me stay yeah. in the hotel yeah. because there were no Ubers. So I'll, I'll just take a cab. They're like, no, 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 no. We know that you're not from around here. You're not. So I did not go to the stadium to get my boy C.Y. I appreciate hat. that. Yeah, I didn't want to get killed to buy a hat. Scott, by the way, the, the glizzy gringo. Yeah, that's, right, that's, that's right. not an easy I'm a, I'm the a glizzy gringo. Right. No, no. What <laughs> no, did no. I miss? What, you, oh, what did you, I miss? Do you, you know what a glizzy is? Yes, I heard the opening of the show. I was here. Then oh, I went but, to the bar. But prior to the opening of the show, did you know what a glizzy was? Yeah, I got teenagers. I know, sir. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. The glizzy gringo. Yeah. It's hard See, to say. You it's a East Coast thing, isn't it? Do that again. Yes, it Do is. Do that again. Glizzy gringo. You sound like Beavis. Cornholio. Yeah, exactly. The great Cornholio. It is totally off the rails. I kid you not. I am a member of the show. I do listen. I'm part of the community. We got community. community. There you go. Community. Oh, you do not have a. What's up, community? Yeah, community. Dude, you, you, talking no, about. Dude, 
You got to put the mic in front of the other end. So if you're going to talk, I'll do this. That's what I'm talking about, community. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, community. Ba, 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 ba. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I mean, have you ever worked in radio before? You can't use the headset. No, no, I know. We did this earlier, and I told him, just do it in front of my yes, microphone. Yeah, exactly. George, right like this, right here. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Yes. Uh, my point was, I was in Mexico just because I did not want to miss any part of the show. It, it is yes. a good energy. It's a community. It feels a lot of fun. So the new uh, ESPN LA, just search ESPN LA app, yeah. in your app store or Google Play. Easy work. Download, tap, bam. I yeah, works internationally too. Yeah, I was there. I, I listened to Mexico three times. I've been to Mexico. I've listened to Speaking the show. Speaking of Mexico, I was there a couple years ago when the Raiders were playing. Oh, yeah. against the Texans in a regular season game. And speaking of the Raiders, um, your boy Derek Carr. Oh, I mean, he is shook by this whole Tom Brady thing. <laughs> Very tight. I mean, two days in a row. Yeah, he is like answering questions about like this Tom Brady, that mother bleeper thing, right? Story <laughs> that was out there. Yeah. And it's like, so I don't know Derek Carr at all, okay? Like, sure. I, I met him one time during the draft process when I was in Bristol, and he came through. He seemed yeah. not, seems like a really nice guy. He's Showed a sweetheart. out as a leader on Hard Knocks a couple of seasons ago. And, and last year with the whole Gruden situation, yep. Basaccia, whatever. Yep. So I am, um, but I have known, people have told me, people that, let's say, know the Raiders very well. Yep. That people he inside can, the league, as we like correct, to say. Correct, that, that he can be a little... A little sensitive sometimes. And he's like one of those like chronic I'll block you on social media types. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Really? So mm -hmm. that based on that knowledge This photo says it all. Yeah. Strong tank top, by the way. Based on that knowledge, like I feel like this thing is going to affect him. Season yeah. ruiner. So yeah. I got some people in Vegas yeah. that are covering the team and have told me that fake nice guy. Uh, all oh, fake wow. nice guys. Wow. And this is not, this is also national guys and local reporters who are in Vegas uh, who are just like, you know when you're around a, a player where he says something and you're like, you roll your eyes like, yeah, you don't believe anything you're saying right now. That's the car sentiment right now. Really? Duplicitous is a word that comes to mind. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah, nice word. Thank you. Ah, translate that one. I don't know. I know. It means Doesn't you matter. show one thing and you do another. Yeah. Yeah. So That's that, a duplication. Okay, so yeah. this Thank year you, that car has... And I, I appreciate the whole, yeah. you know, English language. Yeah. yeah. So the car this year has done that whole, I'm going to be flipping. I don't care. I'm going to call you out if you ask yeah. a question I don't right. quite like. But it's more of an act than it really is who he really is. He's gotcha. doing He's doing a show. You're yeah. not that guy. This is a, it's what Cappy would be if he was a quarterback. Yeah. Let me tell you something that, right now. That training yeah. camp got old really quick with the reporters in Vegas. Yeah. Car. I, uh, I, I, was, I was at a game in Oakland his rookie season. And I was doing the game with him, Kevin, Kevin Harlan. Yeah. He don't and, know you. And Rich, right between the eyes. And Rich with Gannon. No regard for human life. And we got done with the interview with Derek Carr, and I said to Rich Gannon, I said, this guy don't got it. This guy just doesn't have what well, he it takes. He didn't pass the eyeball test for you? But, you know, it was so stupid of me because at the time they had fired the, the first coach, Dennis Allen. They had hired a guy, remember, Tony Soprano. Mm. No, not Soprano. <laughs> Spirano. Oh, Spirano. Spirano. My bad. Spirano. My, my bad. <laughs> Tony Spirano. Spirano. And, and so this kid was caught up in a mess. His entire career. He's had a million different coaches, yeah. yeah. Tons of new head coaches. That's point. Offensive coordinators. A move. And here but he is all these he, years later. He's good, just not great. No, he, he's a middle-of-the-pack yeah. guy. He's yeah. also a, oh, now you like me guy. Right? Because he started winning a little bit. Oh, you guys wanted me gone. Now that I've won, oh, now you he like keeps, me. He keeps tabs. Oh, absolutely. He's For one what? Of those yeah. But he, what? But he is considered, you know, if, if the AFC West is considered the best division in the NFL, he's considered the fourth quarterback oh, in that division. The Raiders, look, the Raiders could absolutely be a much better team this yes. year and finish last. Yep. In their division. The AFC West also has a couple of, you know, very volatile quarterback situations between the Cardinals as well as, I, I look, I, it'll, it'll be, I mean, in the NFC West, excuse me, but like there's a couple of situations out West with quarterbacks that I think, the reason I'm saying this, George, this is a situation that could blow up your season. I actually believe that if you have a scenario in your preseason where your quarterback is questioning their leadership, that's a real issue, Scott, yeah. for me. And I think yeah. Arizona's dealing with that issue in the West and different, you know, obviously conference. I think the Raiders are dealing with that issue as well. I don't know if you guys saw Justin Herbert the other day. They, the NFL uh, Network is doing this thing of him. the top, you know, quarter or the top players, top 100 players in the NFL. Justin Herbert, what would you say? What number is Justin Herbert? I I'll tell you on the other side when we after we're done with Radio Tinder. That's coming up next. We are here at Homebound Brewhouse, hanging out community. at Union Square. Community. The community is here. It's strong. We'll be back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, indeed. Little after 5.30 p.m. in the Southland. Sonato and Cap live on the road. Pressing the flesh. Yeah. The homebound brew house, Union Station, downtown L.A. On this day in 1979, the Facts of Life premiered on NBC. I mean, were you a Blair guy? I don't know which one that one was. Blair, Blair was, was the, the, uh, the, the the tall blonde. Blonde, and she was I got it. voluptuous. Yeah. Yes, voluptuous. That was the word I was yeah. looking for. But my hands yeah. were giving a, yeah, yeah. a different. Yeah, yeah. My hands said voluptuous. Yeah. My mouth didn't say no. voluptuous. Of course, yeah. we always like to play TV themes. By the way, speaking of TV, remember, yeah. go back and listen to the podcast if you want to hear Tony Danza in the final hour yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Calls, yeah. uh, effing bleeps. Right. Anyway, it's Radio Tinder time. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Instagram. Uh, hold on, Beto's talking to her. Are you ready? No, no, I'm listening. Take I'm... it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. I was telling Beto about, I said, did you hear Tony Danza yesterday? And he was just like, oh, yeah. I heard oh, yeah. yeah. Tony Danza. So, yeah, Tony Danza, he was on TV back when uh, Facts of Life was around. Yeah. So speaking of TV and back in the 80s, Paramount Pictures is developing a sequel to the 1986 movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, come really? on. Yes, but it gets worse. Don't expect any shenanigans from Ferris or Cameron. Instead, the new movie, which is titled Sam and Victor's Day Off, is going to center on the valets who took Cameron's dad's Ferrari <laughs> for a joyride through the streets of Chicago. Yeah, okay. So if you recall, the valets, yeah. they were not even named in the original film. They racked up a whole bunch of miles on the car and Cameron and lost it, and then him and Ferris tried to cover it up by reversing the car, yes. and it ended up crashing through the garage yep, right, glass. Yep. Right. So the film is being written by the producers of Netflix, Cobra Kai, and they said that it's, quote, time to tell the story about what those valets did to put so many miles on that car. So are you guys in on this Ferris Bueller-ish spinoff? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? All right, I'm going to swipe left because it's not something I'd actually go to the theater to see. Um, perhaps if it's like one of those like slow nights and I got nothing else to do and it like pops up on my television in some way, shape or form that I would watch a few minutes of it, yeah. but not something I would seek out. I'm going to say this. I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going to swipe right. I actually think this is a good idea. You know, for all the talks of prequels and everything else and how everything is just, you know, a remake. Yeah. I think like legacy. I was waiting for you to get that in. Legacy's a doc. I mean, it's kind of a remake. Don't hate. Yeah. So I think this whole idea of the valets took the Ferrari. They put all these miles on it. Cameron and and, uh, Ferris have to go and do the reverse thing, and it blows the whole car up, et cetera, et cetera. What happened? Where'd they go? What'd they do? I actually think this is a somewhat smart idea. I'm in. Are you guys fans of Cobra Kai? Haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't much seen of it either. Yeah. I know Greg Bergman, Corporate Greg, Corporate is a big fan. Sliwa loves it too. Sliwa okay. loves Cobra yeah. So we'll have to ask them if So those, does Mason. Those guys must be good writers, right? Yeah. But the, is Corporate Greg inside too? Yeah, nice. He went to the air conditioning. He, he's oh. hanging out with the community over oh, there. Oh, he he's at the community. Yeah, yeah. Corporate, corporate Greg corporate. being very He's corporate. trying to break bread after they boot him. Yes. Yeah. He's trying to find new friends? Yeah. New friends. All new friends. All right. So you guys remember. Is Mason going to be jealous that you're here and uh, Jorge's here? And uh, He's only doing it because Mason's on vacation and he won't, probably won't find out about it. Well, right. And then Mason will call him and go, hey, this is not for air. <laughs> but I don't like you showing up at Sedano and Cap remotes. <laughs> okay, you're, you're, you're prohibited yeah. and forbidden yeah. and then to Greg ever go. Will tell me and then I'll put it on air. Right. Yeah. That's not the way for it goes. Air. Yeah. It's not for air. Yeah. So not for air, but it will be, make the air. You guys remember the show Boy Meets World, right? Yeah. So there's now a Topanga. Pod- yeah, there's now a podcast called Pod Meets World, hosted by some of the show stars, the ones who played Topanga, Sean, and Eric. Yeah. And on the most recent episode, Topanga told a story about how she got catfished through fan mail when she was a young star. Oh. And how it turned into like this crazy traumatizing experience for her. So on a bit of a lighter note, in regards to dating in the current times, 
which I wish Clinton was around to answer this since he was on the dating apps for a minute. But have you guys or has anyone you know ever been catfished? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy. I'm going to swipe right. Oh. You know somebody has been catfished. I do. I'll tell you guys, this is a kind of a weird story. Well, Mason's been catfished, so I do know somebody. Really? He told I- the story on the air the other day. Yeah. A really? couple, couple of times. I did. You did hear that story? No, I did, but yeah. I don't know if it's true. He might be making it up. That just could have been lie of the day. Yeah. Could no, it wasn't lie of the day that day. <laughs> so, true story. Uh, my daughter played on this, uh, this soccer team, yeah. this like, competitive travel soccer team. Right? Yeah. The girls were all together yeah. for like three or four years. They played all through high school together. One of the girls was jealous of one of the other girls. Right. And the next thing you know, one girl was catfishing the other girl. And, dude, once it all blew up oh, man. and the parents knew and the players knew, oh, boy. it was a war. You talk Scandal. about breaking up a team. Yeah. Okay. Two little high school girls, one catfishing the other. It was <clears throat> Cray. Yeah. Some intra-team catfishing. <laughs> You know what you did there? That's like you tried to do like the equivalent of like the no look alley oop and just like whatever, like yeah. just like posing, right? Cray, but, but you missed. Yeah, I feel like Laura, since she spent some time on the dating app and has talked about it, Laura, I feel like you might have a good catfishing story. Laura, you? do you know anybody who's been catfished? I have a few friends who have been catfished, and I was catfished. Oh, you were? What you happened? You were? Yeah. So I what was. Happened? Uh, wow. I was talking because I did Bumble, right, and then Hinge. And on Hinge, um, this guy had messaged me on Bumble, and I was like, yeah, whatever. What is Hinge, though? Like, what does that entail? Like, how is that um, different than Tinder or whatever? Or any so, of those? Hinge is, like, very extensive for people that supposedly really want to, like, have a relationship. I'm not, like, you know, everybody thinks I mess around a lot, but I really don't. Like, I'm very, like, you know, <laughs> I, I want one person or whatever. So, anyways, long story short, a guy had Just a few friends, Bumble. you know. Whatever, yeah. Chris. A guy had hit Friends me up on back uh, Bumble, and I didn't really respond, so he made a hinge with a different thing, like a whole new face, you know, like a whole new picture, whatever, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. He made himself a different person. Yeah, and then when he gave me his number, I'm like, I was like, what the hell? Like, okay, this is weird, because, you know, I responded on Bumble, but never really went anywhere, but it was the same number, and I'm like, uh, dude, you're an idiot, like. Gotta get a burner. Well, no. Yeah. Cappy's got a burner. Cappy, you got a burner? Maybe. We don't know the site that Cappy's no Cap on. No way you have a burner. Rachel would have that one unlocked, like, too. A burner, no. a burner like account a or a burner phone? No, burner account. I, I, oh, okay. oh I got, he definitely I doesn't have a phone. phone. Yeah. I think him and Rachel both have access to said account, to the burner account. Probably. Is it for the That's open relationship thing? Opa! <laughs> Did you Opa! change that, Cap? Did you change it yet? Pineapples have, in the window. I have, I have not yet changed it. I'm waiting for one of you three to actually get onto Facebook and go check me out. I no. have Facebook, and I will right do that. Now. Hold up. Yeah, we'll do Wait, it. I mean, I have, I, it. I, just, I, I have it. Facebook. I I have it for a new. Meta. Yeah, yeah, we had this Meta. whole conversation about this the other day about how Cap's like very very active on Facebook. You are active on Facebook. But didn't know about relationship uh, status. Hmm. Sus. I wouldn't call myself overly active on Facebook. You post about cited on Facebook. Not really. I, I was just curious. Yeah, he more really? shares memories of like. Him and BR from 12 years ago and stuff. Yeah. I, I only that's when the show liked me. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, that's when I didn't have to put up with all this nonsense. That's no. when I was the man. But you know... No, you know yeah, but you're now you're the man. man. We've, 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 we've allowed you to create this character that is more beloved than you were ever beloved back then. <laughs> Perhaps. Cap, you are the man. You're don't, the man don't of the people. Don't get it twisted. Literally. Yeah. Yes. That's what people you are telling me. You have the man. That's what people are telling me. You are the man of the people and the man of the community. Back then, people were like, this Kaplan, he's just like, you know. By the way, speaking of Mandy's, for one quick second, I loved it. The other day, George and I were talking, and I could see behind him, he had what he was so proud of, his Mandy for pain in the ass of the year. Like yeah. he, pr- he had it proudly It was presented. right next to my Emmy. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. You had that on the, uh, the, Ma- the Mandy award-winning interview right. on the GKB podcast. Correct. Yeah. Breaking yeah. news, by the way. The consigliere is on the way. Oh, oh, oh man. Very nice. Real quick, since we don't have time for another one, Clinton, have you ever been catfished, or do you know anyone who has? No, I do not. Oh, Julian. Julian, come with me to this remote there's chicken tenders and twelve dollar hot dogs. I one hundred percent ordered chicken tenders. And Julian, Cap may give you a robe. I told him <laughs> to tune in on the way. So if a robe is ever present, 
He'll probably take one All right. from there you. Go. you. Yeah. All right, yes. that is uh, Radio Tinder each and every day. Now, Blake is going to join us next. Is that what's going to happen? Where is Balake? I haven't yeah, seen Balake. Said, he said that he would be here around like 4.30. Told him to, to come up here when he got here, but I haven't seen him yet. We haven't seen him. Oh, he's over there. He's over he's there. there. He's, he's hiding. Oh, there he is. Oh. Right, he's going to join us live. We'll do Balake. that. We'll do a little Dodger talk next. We're back in a couple minutes. We're at Homebound Brewhouse here hanging out. <laughs> Union Station till 7 o'clock. Come hang out with us here on 710 ESPN. All right, we are back at Homebound Brewhouse. 5.45 in the Southland. Yeah. Sit down and cap, party, party, oh, party. On this day in 1999, Christina Aguilera released her self-titled debut album. Genie on in a Bottle. Records. Yeah. Yesterday we talked about I Dream of Genie. Yeah. Now Genie in a Bottle. Barbara Eden. Yeah. Ex-Dina. Still can't believe she's 90 years old. Not Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. No, I was no. Barbara say, Eden. Barbara yeah. Eden. Yeah. 90. She looks good. Looks good. She does look good. Looks does great. she? Yeah, I think so, for, especially for 90. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't see any pictures of her at 90. I just saw pictures of her back in the day. I'll send them to you. I know. How'd Bo yeah, Derek look the other night? It was good. It was quality. Bo Derek looked good. That's like the highlight of the weekend for you, right? Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I always like her. You like Christina? She aight. She aight. She aight. She's beautiful. She's hot. Very talented. She aight. The great Blake Harris is here. Did the great Blake Harris is did here. Did you have Hello, a $12 hun- uh, hot dog bike? I have not had oh, we the, get uh, you $12 that hot dog yet. Have By the way, you need to Later. raise the microphone a little higher. You guys know I'm not there the big sports guy, yeah. but I signed up, and I paid my money. There you go. Subscribe to his Substack. It's quality work. This kid's work. doing great Dodger work, and we love the fact that he uh, allows some time for us each and every week, and he's here live, which is fantastic. But you know what was really cool, Blake? I, I got to say, man, um, last week when you thanked your Substack audience. Yeah, you threw us a shout-out. Yeah. Thank you for that. When you And I don't know. You tell us, man. But, but when you thanked your Substack audience and you said, hey, the Sedano and Cap show, I'm on every week, and you, you got to 1,000 subscribers. That's big. Which is a big deal. Um, and you gave us you know, our love, which was really appreciated. But you tell us. I mean, do you think that these radio airwaves contributed to the in growth? Any way, in any way. Yeah, now, when I hit 1,000 subscribers, you know, you guys were in the back of my mind instantly because, you know, George especially, it was arguably, you know, one of the toughest weeks of my life, and George immediately said, let's get you on the show. And being on the show, meeting, you know, so many great people in the community, every week talking Dodgers, you know, I definitely think that having that community, you know, adding to the Substack, it it definitely was a huge benefit. And I just want to say to you guys, but again, George, you just reaching out immediately, I will never have enough thank yous for you and Scott. Obviously, I'm rocking the beautiful hat right here. You know, we've gone back and forth throughout the months, and you've offered me a lot of advice and given me so many opportunities. So, obviously, you know, we eventually probably would have gotten there, but uh, I, like I said, I don't have enough thank yous for both of you, how you both have helped out with this well, entire process. You're welcome. Yeah, you we appreciate work. you, buddy. And, hey, listen, one thing, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, I mean, but it would be nice if you subscribed yourself, too. As, as, He's but, wearing a sided hat. I know Cap. he is. I know I he mean, is. for the love of God, just pay the 50 right, bucks for the kids. All right, all right. I'll give him the money. Here, I'll give you $50 right here. In fact, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you $50. No. Wait. Just subscribe. I'm going to give you $50 to go pay your ticket. Yeah. You don't want to pay the ticket for 50 bucks, and then you're like, no, I don't want it. You give it to Blake. Right. I already subscribed. All right. One other thing, though, and you'll appreciate this, because as somebody who's going to be broadcasting college football this year. I am, yes. You know, Blake also has a very successful YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Where he talks about college football. So give yourself a little hype so that George, who's going to be doing a ton of college football this year on ESPN, can come watch what you do on YouTube. I was going to say, George, week one, I know you're doing the Miami game. Yeah. Van Dyke, one of the more underrated quarterbacks in all of college football. I have him as a very early Heisman contender, potentially a uh, first-round quarterback in next year's draft. So you get to see him early on. I know it's not the greatest competition for Miami. So might light up. He's probably only going to play like a half, maybe. Uh, Keep your eye on for him. But, yeah, college football, which everyone's always surprised when they make the connection with my Dodger stuff and my YouTube channel. Like, wait, you're that guy that does the college football? Small world out there. Yeah, just tell everybody how they get. Just go to YouTube and watch. If you like college football, Harris Highlights. Harris Highlights. There you go. Right there. Like another double H. Right. Can I jump in for a second here? Balake's in the building. And for all of those, I mean, Balake looks like a Californian through and through. Let's talk about the gear here. What's going on with the socks? Because I like these. There's kind of a tropical theme. What are we doing with the socks here? You've got the crew socks with kind of the baby blue, somewhere between a, a cobalt and a military blue vans. And we love the authentic vans. They match the shirt. What are the socks here? So I knew showing up to Homebound was a big deal representing for the community. So last night I told my girlfriend, I said, I need you to pick out the best possible outfit you can because when it comes to style. <laughs> oh, you went to your stylist. I, I have no style. 
this is all her. So she decked me out from head to toe because, again, you got to show up in style. You got to look great. So we got the uh, parrot socks. Can we get down a picture here. of Balake and the I socks? Because this, right is, here, so. this is tremendous is coordination money. here. Yeah. yeah. So we've got could, the parrot on the socks, and we have <laughs> many more crustaceans on the shirt. Yeah. You, you can thank uh, my girlfriend for this outfit because if it wasn't for her, Lord knows what I would have showed up. Okay. By the way, I am now one of the 244,000 subscribers to the YouTube page. How about that? Thank the, you. The Harris I, highlight. I, I just, I like just wanted to get that in, George, because he's looking good. And I was, I have never met you. So now we have met for the first time. And I was like, okay, this guy's got a good look. Yeah. We like the vibes. Yeah. The vibes it's it's are, the lone time where someone's going to say you're dressing to impress. The vibes that's are immaculate. a rare day. Yes, yeah. that's a win. That's a, a rare win. day. Okay, that's all, right, all I so had. So, Balaki, while you're here, and I know a lot of people are going to be taking off from here at Union to Station. To the Dodger game, yeah. To go right to the game. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what's going on. I, the first thing I would like to at least bring up is, you know, we all here at the radio station are fans of Trace Thompson because of Michael, obviously. I, I don't know if you have any explanation for what has happened here, but for a guy who was scuffling his entire career to make it as a big leaguer, he shows up at the Dodgers, his third major league ball club of this season alone. What is your evaluation of how Trace Thompson has become a, a contributor to this Dodger team? It's unbelievable. I mean, he was with the Padres. I think to start the season was terrible with them, was DFA'd and went to the Tigers, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. Couldn't even crack the 40-man roster. Now he comes to the Dodgers, and I think since he was acquired, he's been one of the best hitters in all Major League Baseball. So this is a guy, I know the last couple of years in the minors, he's been doing really well. And he even says, he's like, I'm not really surprised that I'm having these kind of numbers this kind of season. And the Dodgers desperately needed it. I mean, they, uh, yeah. you guys can imagine the names that were rolled out there last year, Luke, Rayleigh, Sheldon, Noisy. I'm sure those guys are fantastic human beings, but they weren't great on the baseball diamond. And Trace Thompson has been a huge boost. And again, the fact that this is his second stint with the Dodgers, uh, I'm sure he grew up a Dodgers fan as well. So yeah. it's been unbelievable watching his success. Well, so and Blake, you think about it, at the time he... the he arrived like they needed him because yeah. Mookie Betts was dealing with the injury and they needed someone and you know most of us probably thought you know we hoped for more but at the very least it's like oh lightning in a bottle it's kind of working out but to your point it, there's been some, some sustainability here with him I even remember you know because there was that report saying the Dodgers are looking for another outfielder and then about an hour later it's the Dodgers acquired Trace Thompson for cash considerations and I think all of us were going oh He'll probably stick around for a week or two, but again, it's been incredible. And the fact that he says, I feel like I'm just entering my prime. I feel like this is just the beginning. I saw some tweet earlier today saying that Justin Turner, you know, when he found Late his bloomer. home with the Dodgers, yeah. I think he was 31, maybe 32 years yeah. old. I know Trace Thompson is 30 or 31. Not saying that he's going to have the Justin Turner career, but the Dodgers have this guy locked in for a couple years. And again, he's thrived at this role. And um, the Dodgers would still be in first place, obviously, if they didn't get him, but he, he has certainly helped out. And I think he's going to have a big role come October. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm super happy for him because, you know, you think about guys that get into their early 30s, and for most guys, that could be kind of the end. But, it, you know, I think about a guy like Kurt Warner for the Rams. You know, it, it took a long time before Kurt Warner was a starter and then became a Super Bowl champion. I'm just so happy for the kid. I really am. I think it's a great story. Now, let me ask you this because, you know, we normally talk to you specifically about the Dodgers, but. There was the, uh, you know, the whole Tatis apology. How did you receive that? I'm still trying to figure out what exactly happened because it seems like we've heard four or five stories. Scott, obviously, you know, you're more, you know, in touch with the Padres community. And I, I do think genuinely this was a mistake on his part. I mean, he's... Well, when you say a mistake, do you mean like he really had ringworm and he let his father put some cream on his neck and that's what resulted in I, a positive test? Because I, I don't believe that for a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I don't believe that, but I do think with how talented he is, I don't think he was thinking, I need to you know, take the stuff to make myself better. Maybe he was taking it to return quicker and whatnot, but with how talented he is... Yeah, for recovery. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do think that there was something along that line. Now, again, he said that he's had people give the stuff to him, and I do think it was a mistake, but like Scott said, I don't believe the ringworm story, and I know when he talked to reporters the other day, he had some sort of different timeline. He said he took this like in June, where there was other reports saying he took it in March, so... I'm personally very turned off by the guy. Like, I don't, he could have. What played. are you turned off by? Well, Other, I, I mean, beyond this. No, no. I, he, is it just this? No. It's, it's a, here's what it is. He was a very young kid. They paid him a lot of money before they had to. Yeah. Since he got the money, he's been telling them, I own the world. Like, at one point, they were like, you need shoulder surgery. He's like, I'm not getting shoulder surgery. Then he goes into the Dominican Republic this past offseason, and he gets hurt in a motorcycle accident, doesn't report it to anybody, shows up. Can't play, misses the entire you know yeah, whole season. Immaturity and and immature, 
unprofessional, entitled, selfish. I mean, I am so turned off by Tatis. And I know a lot of fans will always just accept the player back. Oh, he apologized. Not me, man. Well, but you're, you're making it seem like you can't grow from that, no, right? No, he, like, he we can, can grow. He can't, but he, you know what he needed to be? And this is what he looked like yesterday? He needed to be humbled. And yesterday, he looked like he had been humbled. Okay, well, then there you go. That's a learning uh, situation there for him. Well, don't write him off just yet. Uh, the kid's a fantastic player. He He's is. only like 20-something years but old. You know what he has to do? Like any player in his situation, you got to come back and earn the trust of your sure, teammates. Sure, of course. Earn the trust of your organization yeah. and then re-earn the trust of your fan base. Me, personally, I'm turned off by the guy. Yeah. It's been interesting because I know the hot take made me sound It made me sound like an old man. That it did. Kind and it was, did, very, it? it was very hot take yeah. cappy. Yeah, yeah. made like, me sound that, like that's old. What you, is that what you said in the yeah. San Diego show? Yeah. yeah, I was like, He's, <laughs> I'm like, I'm old. That was a sacky take. That's a sacky take. That's a sacky take. I just sound old, don't I? No, I was just going to say, it's going to be interesting to see how the Padres handle this because he was supposed to have a bobblehead giveaway next month. Oh, no, they, they already and took they it away. It. They, they scrapped, scrapped it for like one yeah. Soto t-shirt. Yeah. It's like they're trying to... They should have a sacky bobblehead night. You know, yeah. back in the day, they did. They don't have them anymore. Yeah. You know, now that I don't have the Padres on my radio station anymore. Because he's not the man anymore. <laughs> the no, no, it's not because I'm not the man. It's because I lost the rights. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Cappy. I yeah. think you're the no. man. Yes, thank you. You deserve a bobblehead. Thank you, get it. Someone work on that. We should do a bobblehead series. We should do a 7-10 bobblehead series. Okay. You know, I like that idea. Let's I'll do get them. Okay. I have 100 plus bobbleheads. I'll add those to the uh, to the list. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, real quick, Blake. Anything else? You, I mean, the, the, this is like so. The Dodgers season, particularly when it comes to the division, it just feels. I mean, obviously, it's a foregone conclusion, right? But I, I'm I'm looking at the bigger picture now, right? I'm looking at like the Mets, and I'm looking at that as like a potential collision course. Now the Braves are playing really well. Who's the team out there that you see and you say to yourself, oh, man, like that that's going to be a hell of a series if we get there? It's the Braves for me because we saw the Dodgers, you know, they got eliminated by them last year. Two years ago, they had to overcome a 3-1 series lead, and I think this is a very talented Braves team. I know the Mets with Scherzer and DeGrom, but I'll believe it when I see it that those two arms are healthy in October, and I do think their offense isn't as scary. So if I'm the Dodgers, the only team that does concern me is the Braves, but the thing that I hate the most is they're likely going to face them in the NLDS for only a five-game series. So that'll be interesting. But, again, this is the, the Dodgers, uh, you know, National League to lose. But I, I personally would not want to see the Braves come October. Hey, one other really quick thing. You know, Walker Bueller yesterday yeah. puts out the message that he had his second Tommy John surgery. So it was Dodger, Double TJ. Right. So when Dodger fans were going, we're going to get back Bueller, and we're going to get back May, and we're going to get back a whole bunch of relief pitchers, the one guy they're not going to get back is Bueller. But Dustin May looked really good this past Saturday. You got like 10 seconds if you could just give us a final comment. I think Dustin May is going to be the MVP of the entire pitching staff wow. come October. This guy has... That's a hot take. That's a that's like second, a, a sacky. That's a sacky. Second that's a sacky. best stuff in all of baseball behind Jacob DeGrom. Look wow. At that. that's a high end. Wow. Blake, Blake Harris, Balake, does a phenomenal job, comes on the show. The community loves, loves him. him. They we love, love him. him. They Subscribe love him. to his Substack. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake Harris TV. His mom calls him Balake, you know. <laughs> she actually doesn't. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Oh, but well, my, my, par my parents don't understand Balake. Yeah. Oh, Everyone yeah. else does, but they, they yeah. don't get it. Okay. Yeah. I thought she did. <laughs> I'm great, trying to convince them. Great to see you, pal. Thanks for hanging out. You All guys right. are the best. There it is. We're back in two minutes with what you need to know.